This is the Practical Teaching Tips Podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers, high school science and chemistry teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Quick Guide to Classroom Management. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of the Practical Teaching Tips podcast. Today I have an emergency message for all teachers everywhere and it really is an evolution of previous public service announcements stroke emergency messages that I've put out before and that is that teachers are being slowly yet deliberately replaced, I'm sorry to say, with instructional software, surveillance systems, and other forms of educational technology. Now, I personally believe that all of these systems I've just mentioned are going to be coffin nails for the teaching profession um, easily within the next 10 years. And as a teacher myself, who is 38 years old, This is something that I have to be very, very aware of because I still have at least another 20 to 30 years left of um, my working career if I wish to keep on um, working um, for a school or or working for a salary um, rather than running my own business. So what does this mean for teachers everywhere listening to this podcast episode today? There's a few things. First of all, every teacher everywhere needs to skill up quickly in anything to do with computer science, cybersecurity, data science, instructional software, ed tech, machine learning, cloud computing, artificial intelligence, really just anything that's an in-demand skill that is related to computer science, ICT, computer systems, etc. And the reason I say that is because what I am seeing and what I have seen for the past 16 years of my teaching career now is a movement from um, human-based instruction, in other words, human teachers delivering lessons, to content being delivered by instructional software. And the novel coronavirus pandemic that we're going through at the moment has really just accelerated that transition from human-centered teaching and human teachers to artificial intelligence systems, instructional software, and automated assessment systems. Great examples, um, if great is the correct word, that I can think of over the years of my teaching career are things like... um, my, my Maths and My iMaths, which is basically instructional software that teaches and assesses mathematics for students, and as well as that, provides differentiated lessons and allows students to go at their own pace. So in many ways, outperforms the ability of a human teacher. Um, Educake, which is a science and um, humanities instructional software system, 
Um, and there's all kinds of apps out there. Creative Chemistry, for example, CTC Maths, Lexia Learning for English. And as the years go by, the sophistication and complexity and abilities of instructional software all of those things are just going to get better and better and better and it's going to become very difficult for human teachers to keep up with the um with the advantages of that technology or maybe a better way to put it is it's going to become more difficult for human teachers to compete with automated instruction Instructional software has a number of advantages over human teaching and human-based teaching um, in that, for example, students can work at their own pace on different tasks, that the assessment is usually quick and automated and immediate feedback is given to students. And all a teacher really needs to be in that scenario is a babysitter or a facilitator of learning. And what I see happening in the future, and it's already starting to happen, is that the number of human teachers that schools employ is going to decrease and decrease and decrease as the years go by. Because think about this, you can easily, even now, replace human teachers with surveillance systems and instructional software. Technology, in terms of hardware, is becoming more and more um, inexpensive now. Um, even students from low-income families can have access to mobile devices, um, laptop computers, desktop computers at a fraction of the price that they would have cost years ago. So the accessibility of this technology is becoming open to everyone. In general, this is a move in the right direction. I am all for having access to education. I myself do a lot of online courses through the edX platform, for example. But for the teaching career and the teaching profession, this is bad news because it means that human teachers are going to become less and less in demand as the years go by. I would say that for, for shortage subjects like, for example, STEM, uh, chemistry, physics, mathematics, etc. Um, teachers at the moment in those fields are in demand. But as the years go by, we're going to become less and less in demand. Because you can just group students into classes full of computer screens. And nowadays, a lot of students are bringing their own devices to school anyway. And just set up surveillance systems to monitor students as they go through their... Um, remote teaching or instructional software tasks. It's not necessary anymore to have a human teacher explain everything. And I honestly believe that this is the beginning of the end of the teaching profession as we know it today. So if you are a teacher teaching a shortage subject, one that's in demand, um, you're going to have to skill up, I think, because as schools recruit less and less teachers, they're only going to keep the ones who are the very, very best, the creme de la creme. So we all need to have very good um, skills with educational technology. 
A course I recommend everyone take is the Google Certified Educator course. The level one exam is only $10 to take and the level two exam is only $25. I mean, everybody should be taking that. But there's other things as well. Um, and I honestly think that teachers now need to transition to become the best educational technology instructors, app developers, and facilitators. So I personally think that platforms like edX, which is edx.org, and Coursera, and Udemy, and um, online, um, online courses from respectable universities, this is where we need to go now to skill up and get extra certificates. Our bachelor's degrees, our master's degrees and our teaching qualifications are no longer going to be enough to sustain our position as teachers in the future. We're going to need extra qualifications. We're going to need extra skills. And I would say be prepared for the day when all that's required are a few senior teacher managers within schools, um, a skeleton staff, and s heavy surveillance systems and um, instructional software in place. Get prepared for that day. And many teachers are going to have to switch careers, I'm sorry to say, because as the years go by, we're not going to be needed as much, especially now when one considers that the parents now of children coming into primary school and early years and kindergarten, those parents, in many cases, are digital natives. They have had the internet and the World Wide Web since they were small children. So the opposition to creating a panopticon-style school system or school architecture with surveillance systems and software in place, the, um, the rebuttal of that or the rejection of that is going to be very minimal in the future, I would say. And if anything, I think a lot of these digital native parents are going to embrace this move towards technological schools. So that places us as human teachers in a very, very um, dangerous position now, because it is very difficult for us to compete with the abilities of instructional software cloud computing and um, surveillance systems. So skill up and get prepared to change careers. At the moment, what I'm doing personally, I'm a chemistry teacher, for those of you who might not know, so I teach high school chemistry, but I know that even though I'm teaching a shortage subject, I know that as the years go by, schools are going to need fewer and fewer STEM teachers. So I'm learning cybersecurity, with edX, um, I'm currently doing an IBM professional certificate in cybersecurity, and I'm planning to um, become a cybersecurity expert in the future and a certified ethical hacker so that I've got a second career lined up in case I do have to move out of the teaching profession and do something related to computers and computer science. Um, I'm also skilling up in ed tech, so I'm also learning... Um, things like Cat4 Strategies. Um, I'm doing a short course in that at the moment. I'm continuing with the Google Certified Educator courses. Um, one thing I might go into in the future 
is creating educational software and creating apps that help students to learn properly. And who knows, with my cybersecurity credentials, I might even be the person setting up the surveillance systems that um, can be used in schools to monitor students and to make sure that they are completing their work. So I think, guys, you know, opposing the change is not going to work. Even if teachers come out across the world in massive protest as a result of listening to this um, episode, <laughs> because, of course, my, my podcast episodes are so popular that hundreds of thousands, millions of people around the world are going to hear this, or at least I hope. Um, but even if teachers came out and protested the changes, the changes are still going to happen. It's inevitable. The technology is getting better and better and better. And it's getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I'm always blown away by what instructional software can do these days. Um, it's not it's not uncommon now for students to basically teach themselves everything they need to know prior to an exam. It is not uncommon for students to find what they know online, to use reputable websites to make their own notes to use Google Docs, Google Slides, to source their materials, and to use the instructional software platforms out there to get everything they need to know to complete their exams. And even examinations now are becoming online examinations, and invigilation is um, going to be through surveillance systems. So even that role, the role of being an exam invigilator, may one, ba one day soon, I believe, be taken over by computer systems and surveillance systems and facial recognition technology, which is very, very advanced, by the way. In China, for example, there's a system set up across the country called Skynet. Yeah, it's actually called Skynet, I know. Um, and um, it's a facial recognition surveillance technology system, and it's very, very, very effective. So all the technology is in place now to allow human teachers to be replaced. But it's not just the technology that's the threat. Think about this. Think about the cost-benefit ratio of hiring human teachers in the future. Hiring a human teacher means that you, as a school, have to pay that human teacher a salary every month. But you don't have to pay a salary to a surveillance system or to instructional software. Now, you might have to pay for updates. You might have to pay for the subscription to the software. But that is going to be astronomically cheaper than paying for teacher salaries. So not only do we have the technology that's against us, really, as teachers, but we also have the financials and the economics against us as well. So this is a stark warning, everybody. It's not going to happen overnight. We're not going to all be made redundant tomorrow. But easily within 10 years, this is just my personal prediction, but it's based upon 16 years of teaching experience and extensive research through the articles I publish at my blog for teachers, which is at richardjamesrogers.com, by the way, if you're interested in looking at that. And I honestly believe, I genuinely, sincerely believe that within 10 years, easily, human teachers are going to be in much less demand than they are today. And for that reason, 
we as teachers have either got to prepare to change careers or we've got to heavily skill up in ed tech, educational technology, instructional software, app development. We've got to get our qualifications um, even better than they are now because those teachers, those human teachers that schools do retain within 10 years need to be, like I said, the creme de la creme because there's going to be no room for mediocrity in the next 10 years. So that really is my message. It's a blunt message. It's a stark message, but it's a necessary message. And I I would not make this episode if I did not truly believe uh, what I was saying. So if you have any comments about this, please do um, comment in the episode description. If you'd like to contact me for an episode request or for anything else, please do so. My email address is info at richardjamesrogers.com. And uh, that's it for today, everybody. And I'll be with you again very soon for um, another episode. And please do check out my books for teachers on Amazon. My award-winning book is called The Quick Guide to Classroom Management, 45 Secrets That All High School Teachers Need to Know. And that is available at all good retailers and should be of use for at least the next 10 years. Until teachers, of course, are, uh, as I predict, replaced by surveillance systems and instructional software. So please bear what I've said in mind today. And if you feel that this episode would be of use to other people, then please do share this. Thank you so much, everybody. And I will speak to you again soon in another episode. Take care, stay safe and enjoy teaching.